Hi, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. This is your old friend, Johnny Mays, on another gorgeous and beautiful day in my hometown of Lodi, California. Today, it's going to be a little bit warm, about 97 degrees, and uh, but we'll take that. Amen, because inside my place, it never gets uh, above 74, <laughs> thanks to AC. Somebody say Amen. Well, today we're in the Word of God, and I'm looking at a verse from Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, uh, from the Message uh, Translation. Here's what it says. It says, don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady, keep a firm grip on you. Isaiah 41 verse 10, don't panic, for I am with you. You know, our enemy, the enemy of our soul, is always trying to weaken our faith by fear. For he knows that fear is the great enemy of your faith and that faith is the great secret of your help. If he can get us fearing, he will stop our trusting and hinder the very blessings we need. I really want to emphasize that today, my friend. I want to emphasize that today. Don't panic. God is with you. In the book of John, chapter 11, a very familiar story about the death of a man called Lazarus. Starting at verse number one, it says, Now a certain man was sick, Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore the sisters sent to Jesus, or sent for Jesus, and saying, Lord, behold, he whom you love is sick. This is their plea. This is their beckoning call. They've gone to Jesus. You know, my friends, there will always be emergencies in our lives because we live in a world that's inundated with emergencies. Some are big, some are little, some important, some less important. But just like the two sisters, Mary and Martha, we must all deal with emergencies as they come into our lives. Life here is put together that way. Uh, We can't get around it, we can't get past it, we can't hide from it because emergencies comes, ups and downs comes, trying times comes, headaches and heartaches. They're all part of the package. And when life's emergencies have pushed us, many of us to say, if it ain't one thing, it's another. How many times have you heard yourself say that? If it ain't one thing, it's another. But when life's emergencies have our backs against the wall, when these confounding circumstances have us going around in circles, when these perplexing problems have us pondering which way to turn when fear, dismay, 
cloud our souls, there's only one place to go. We go to the rock. We go to the one who is well able to solve our problems and rescue us from every dilemma. And this is what Mary and Martha have done. They've turned to Jesus in their hour of need. The sisters sent word to Jesus that his beloved friend was sick and no doubt in their minds sick unto death. Now, Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, this was a family in whom Jesus had spent a considerable amount of time. He'd come to their home. In fact, their home had become a sort of a place of refuge. Their home had become a place for this itinerant preacher to get away from the pressing crowds and the swarms of onlookers and the naysayers. It was a place for Jesus to lay his head and rest his mind and contemplate his mission. Occasionally, these visits turned into intimate gatherings with Jesus and his disciples. In fact, it became the norm for the family at Bethany. Jesus' teaching, his expounding upon the word as they shared meals together, they had learned to endear Jesus, and he was endeared to them. And as a result, during their family emergency, the sisters turned to the only one they knew that could help. They turned to Jesus and they said, Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. You know, as believers, my friends, listen to me now. As believers, we must know who to turn to in sickness and in health. And that someone is our own personal Lord and Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. We are promised in God's word, listen to me, we are promised in God's word that if we ask, it shall all be given. If we seek, we shall find, and if we knock, the door will be opened. And as believers, we are told again and again to cast all of our cares on the Lord. (coughs) Why? For he cares for us. He cares for us. Because no problem is too big. No event or concern that you may have is too heavy. We can take all our burdens to the Lord and leave them there. And since the sister got the message of Jesus, now Christ has the ball in his court. And how will he respond? Well, he'll respond as he responds to everything in accordance to his Father's will. So as the story goes, surprisingly, Jesus delayed his coming, thus keeping him away from his friend and added two days during which time Lazarus died. So from sickness to death, a culmination of events the sisters of Lazarus had hoped to have avoided if Jesus would have responded sooner. And both testified to such hope when they said, If you would have been here, Lord, our brother would not have died. But the Lord did not come when they wanted him to. Yet the Lord did come. And when he came, it made all the difference in the world. You see, my friends, you and I are very much like Martha and Mary. We're never fully ready for life's emergencies to play out according to the divine plan. But when they do, we learn something very powerful. We learn that God knows best, that our Father knows best. 
Jesus delayed, but in the end, God was glorified. And wasn't this his mission all the time from the beginning to bring glory to God? And he prayed in John 17, Jesus said, I have glorified thee, the Father he's speaking of, on earth. I have finished the work that thou gavest me to do. You see, life's emergencies are not about us. They're about God. And when we face them with Jesus, here's what we are assured of. We're assured that our Heavenly Father will get the glory. And assuring Martha and Mary they would see their brother again, the resurrection and the life he spoke were words of life that the dead Lazarus heard. Lazarus, come forth. And he came forth. He came forth from the clutches of death to look once again upon the face of his dear friend and his bewildered sisters. You see, my friend, out of the ashes spring forth life. Life's emergencies are opportunities to be for God to be glorified here on earth. So what have we learned today? We've learned that trouble is common to us all. We learned that trouble is around every corner. And too often than not, it can't be avoided. But let me tell you something. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. And though they stumble, they shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholdeth them with his own right hand. No matter what troubles you're facing today, no matter what emergency you may have in your life, now's the time to humble yourself before the mighty hand of God and be reminded that he is the resurrection and the life. Greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. And you can have full assurance, full assurance that all things will eventually, eventually work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. So I encourage you today to fear not. Amen. Fear not, but let the Prince of Peace fortify and garrison your mind with a peace that the world has no understanding of, a joy that is full of glory, and be lifted up. Be lifted up, my friend, and know, know, know that God is with you. So don't hit the panic button. Don't hit the panic button. Trust in the Lord. Amen.